This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, KISS fans. This is Baco from the Cobras and Fire podcast. Here to tell you this, people, when I want to listen to a podcast talk some KISS, I typically check out the Cobras and Fire archives and listen to my favorite person of all time, me. But when I'm down in the dumps and I need something to pick me up, and I have listened to literally every other KISS podcast on the planet, I check out the latest episode of the Shout It Out Loud cast, featuring your hosts, Tom and Zeus, two guys who can clearly take a joke. With that, you're listening to the Shout It Out Loud cast with Tom and Zeus. If you people want a little bit of rock and roll, I said if you people want a little bit of rock and roll, shout it out loud! <laughs> Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus with the final episode of 2021 of Shout It Out Loud cast, episode 156, year review 2021. It's the end of the year, Tom. How you doing? That's it. You guys are going to be listening to this on the first day of 2022. Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, another year come and gone. Amazing. Time is flying. It's uh, pretty amazing. Sadly, the last episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. That's so it. We, yeah. Breaking news. Toodaloo, <laughs> motherfuckers. So we're out of here. Thank you. Um, it was, it's been great. But uh, seriously, uh, how are the holidays for you, Tom? Oh, great. I mean, we posted some fun pictures of uh, some of the things that we got. We'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, no, nice, nice time to hang out. Me and you, me and you got together. And uh, oh, yeah, on Christmas you know, we, Eve. Yep, yep. We got together. We got to see each other. So uh, uh, we yeah. tickled each other and uh, we did. We tickled each other. We read some kiss lyrics to each other. <laughs> yep. By yes. candlelight. It was a good time. Yes, yes, yep. yes. We yep. exchanged some fun kiss stuff, non kiss stuff, I think. Wasn't we per- we, we do that every year. We purposely don't buy each other kiss shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I like this. You don't like this, so have this. <laughs> Do you like Kiss? No. Stop buying me shit. <laughs> he just sounded like, stop buying me kiss. Stop buying me the kiss shit. I don't Why do like you do them. this podcast? It's stupid. <laughs> I only like the German bands, like the Scorpions. Ugh. 
Pew. Oh, come on. Close. <laughs> He's a tall Dio. <laughs> He's a t- I know a little German. He's right over there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't speak any German. That's okay. I know a little German. And he's right over there. Um, oh, yeah. I'm so glad we haven't got any Scorpions picks from Patreon. Oh, I hope we'll, get, so. we'll, we'll get into that in a minute, too. That'd be great if we did. Uh, no, Ugh. not at all. Anyway, Tom, what we always do, we go backwards. And last week's episode was Kissmas 3. And we talked about the uh, Family Guy episode, Kiss Save Santa. Yeah, we uh, did. We had our special special friend Murph on yes. to talk about Kissmas. And uh, we talked about Kiss Save Santa. And, of course, we gave our annual Kissmas list with our three kiss wishes. And Murph did a Kissmas carol again. Oh, my Lord. That was epic. Wow. That is just what the holidays are all about. Just Murph's sweet voice. Just amazing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so the poll, as always, is uh, we picked out some of the things off of our Kissmas wish lists and we asked you to vote on right. them. And, right. And they were off of Zeus's list. Have some celebrities join the end of the road tour on stage off of my list, more official box sets off of Murph's list, attend the final New York show. And I forget whose list this was. might've been mine um, or Murph's or whoever acoustic Gene and Paul shows acoustic type shows. I think that last one was Murph, and I think Murph and I, Murph wanted a pay-per-view of the last Kiss show. Yeah. I said, attend it. With okay, gotcha. All right, so, so we kind of combined kind of a, a couple things. Yeah. But this, this was amazing. This was really stunning results. 43% said more official box sets. Kiss-tards. Absolutely. That is stunt. Now, granted, I voted for that because I'm an idiot. <laughs> 39% said attend the final New York show. So more people want a box set <laughs> than want to see the final New York show. Yeah. What is the matter with you people? And then uh, 9% was uh, the celebrities joining the end of the road and 9% was the acoustic Gene and Paul show. So I think those to- two are hard to kind of decipher what we mean. Yeah. There's more that detail you would have to provide. For that to be a valid you you, choice. You, you, you mean you'd have to listen to our show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. And then a couple of quick comments here. Um, our buddy Wes, wishing, wishing for a creature's box set with the actual It's My Life demo. Oh, that's right. We talked to Wes about that, that, that It's My Life demo. And a Love Gun box set would be super cool as well. Of course it would be. Bruce Fody, what I would really love to see is all the original guys sitting in a circle with guitars. Peter with a tambourine and telling stories and playing random songs. Yeah. What I would like Bruce is a unicorn that can drive me to work every day. Uh, Bruce, we love you, buddy. And I, I, I know dreams are a wonderful thing. And that's all that is. That's just it's his Christmas wish. Tom. If P- it is. If Peter's sitting in a circle, he's going to be sitting there with a bowl of, of something smoking or snorting something. I mean, God bless Peter. He's an old man. Maybe he won't do that anymore. What kind of circle am I going to be in? <laughs> a circle? A circle jerk. More like it. Is that what you want to do? Okay. Our buddy on the fly. Tough, but I went with more box sets. I would love to be at the last show, but I'm loving the box sets. Need to be more vintage stuff out there. Like I've said many times, Eric Carr stuff. Yes. 
John Schaefer, 20 years ago, I would have been down with more box sets, but there's not a lot that interests me that's in the vault. The only thing on my list is the big final show in New York City. Yes. Our buddy Steve would love to have box sets, but only if they make a proper job of it. No one needs to hear acoustic versions of Psycho Circus. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Baseball in death. Acoustic Gene and Paul shows would be a blast, especially if it was mostly deep cuts. Yes, that's true. Uh, and then a couple couple quick comments here about the episode itself. Our buddy Costa, who we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show. This is a great one. Zeus and Tom, I'm surprised you didn't mention that Larry Dallas was short for Larry Dialopolis. Remember the episode where Jack's Bistro hosted a Greek party? Broken Dishes and Calamatiano? <laughs> I don't know what that... If Murph would have purchased the clip from Richard Klein, he could have heard, then he makes a meme of Janet sitting on Larry's lap, and it says, Sure, Janet, I can 100% see you replacing Ace Freely, but why do I have to start calling you Vinny? Joyce <laughs> doing Oh, cost is the best. That's amazing. Then we got one from MD. I always love the Family Guy's connection with Kiss. I wish I could remember where and when my my wife found these, but that connection even extended to these boxer shorts. He took a picture of boxer shorts <laughs> with all the four Family Guy members in uh, face painted with the the of all the characters with all the colors of them. That's pretty amazing. That's that's an interesting one. Um, Pocket Rocket Ride, Merry Christmas, T and Z. Um, oh God. And then of course t- our buddy, Tony friggin' hijacked the fucking Twitter with his monsters, a rock cruise bullshit. <laughs> yeah. No one wants to see, uh, Y and T's third incarnation or loudness is whatever fucking band they are. <laughs> loudness. Yeah. Tony, we love you, but in, 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 enjoy, uh, Monsters are I think the C stands for COVID now on that cruise. I think it's the Monsters of Rock COVID cruise. The thing is, I as I said to you about that Monsters of Rock cruise, it's like a 50 jambor a 50s jamboree where these artists on these 50s would go in the last you know 20, 30 years, they'd all go around, oh, a 50s thing, and you'd be like, Oh, the platters, the spinners, yep. Oh, this guy's playing. You know what it reminds me of? And it, it reminds me of Remember when Kiss 108, they, I think they still they do the, the Kiss concerts, not the band. There's a Boston radio station with, that plays like pop and dances, and they would have the Kiss concert, and it would be these super popular bands that had like two hits. Yeah, and they would expose. come out. Yeah, it's, yeah. oh, I got to get up there. Hurry up. You're going to miss their sets 10 minutes long. If you don't get out there, you're going to miss the two songs everybody knows. So that's what it is. It's like those other artists, these jamborees of four. But the 50s one is more like this one because... On that, you'd be like, oh, the, the spinners. I know two, three songs from them. Oh, I'm going to hear fucking Under the Boardwalk. Oh, I'm going to hear fucking, uh, I don't know, fucking something from the platters. And it's never the whole band. It's like two guys, never the lead singer of like these fucking former guy bands. So you're hearing like two, three songs. You're listening to these sets. Of bands, but the difference is those 50 jamboree things, they're only playing those hits and they're off. So you're hearing kind of like a jukebox of hits from the era done by not the original artist. With this one, you've got to sit through 10 (laughs) shitty songs by each one of these bands. You like maybe one or two songs from each band, but the rest of the shit, you're like, what the fuck am I listening to? What? What are you saying? You don't want to hear... 
Dick Tracy or whoever the fuck that guy is. It's going to be on the thing. Go through that list, Tom, and name me the artists that are fully in fucking tact. Okay, as you're pu- like as a public service to our listeners, I'm gonna I'm gonna fly through some of the some of the the, the big start. acts here. Yeah, and start, and we'll go through them. Go ahead. Okay, Alice Cooper, Skid Row. Oh, first of all, Alice Cooper is not all the fucking except for Nita Strauss's ass. Yeah. All those fucking people, the good ones are in Alice Cooper, are gone. And now somebody's like, oh, what about fucking jumping jack fucking fucking two-tone? Dizzy Dean and his picking fucking white fence teeth. All right, so go on. Who else? Skid Row. Okay, you don't have Bach. There you go. Go on. Okay, Lit, which was a 90s alternative band, and I don't know what the fuck they're doing on this. Yeah, I don't why are they on that? The- I don't see All right, Queensryche is, is great. I love okay. Queensryche. They don't have Jeff Tate if you want to be like that. Go a ahead. Lot of pe- a lot of people would rather not have Jeff Tate, but that's okay. <laughs> but he's not. He's the original singer. He's not there. Go ahead. Great White. Okay, not- the singer is not there. It's not Jack Russell. L.A. Guns. Okay, half the band is not there. Winger. It's got Kip Winger, which is pretty much all you <laughs> want. His shiny teeth. Yeah, doing his karate ballet kicks. Yeah. Faster pussycat. I don't know. No, if t- the guitarists aren't there. Well, yeah, but if, I don't even know if Tame is still the, the lead singer. He is. I, I, he is. I'm, I'm, all right. And he's all he's horrendous. I don't know about that. We'll ask Steve Wright about that because he fucking <laughs> loves Vixen. Them. They don't have the, Janet Gardner's ass. And that's, that's all, that, all matters. that matters. Exactly. And they don't have her and they don't have the guitarist. So go ahead. Eclipse. I know those guys love Eclipse. They're a Swedish band. They're not bad. They're pretty good. Pat Travers. Isn't that guy from like the 70s? <laughs> I see um, others like Mike Tramp. He doesn't have his guitar player from White Line. So who gives a fuck about him? Dude, the Tom Kiefer doesn't have the Cinderella band with him. So fuck him, too. Um Dude, the jo- one of the biggest jokes we make is, oh, sorry, dangerous toys. <laughs> They're on the Monsters of Rock cruise. What, are they going to play Scared? And, and, oh, and, but and, the mayor is there, Tom. Who's the mayor? I don't fucking know. He's one of the artists on this thing. Well, wait, yeah, but so the Killer Dwarfs are going to be there, too. <laughs> <Killer> dwarfs. <laughs> wait, Chris Holmes? Isn't that the guy drinking vodka in a swimming pool in <laughs> yeah. decline of Western civilization? Yeah, from Wasp. Where's fucking Blackie then? He's not there. Oh, Black and Blue will be there, though, Tom. I could have saw them for free, and I didn't choose to see them once. XYZ is going to be there. I just saw them over school vacation at the Nashua Carnival. (laughs) Isn't that the band that Gene Simmons, those Japanese artists that Gene Simmons produced? Is that them? No, I don't think so. (laughs) That's a different band? No. And then Sonny's, and then everybody's new favorite band, Heat. With H period, E period, A period, T. They, I guess that they're, they're pretty good. They're a newer band. They, okay, Rose Tattoo. Is that a Paul Stanley cover band? I don't. I don't know. I've Rhino Bucket. I'll be honest with you. I like Rhino Bucket. I don't mind. I like a couple songs by them. When I say a who's <laughs> so go watch them play fifteen songs, Tom. Who's Crazy Licks? L I X X. I don't know, but fucking. Somebody must have got the, the blessing of the Eric Carr estate. Little Caesar will be there. So will electric, electric boys. <laughs> Signal 13. L- Lillian Axe. But it also be one of the co-hosts is Ginger Fish. Who's that? I don't fucking know. 
All right. There's your Monsters of Rock Cruise minute. Now, we know we're going to get unbelievable kickback from all our <laughs> friends who love these bands, Dude. which is we're doing it because it's hilarious. Dude. But that's OK. OK, you'll find five good songs played that whole. But that's time. why I said quantity does not mean quality. I don't need 50 bands playing 50 songs when I only know one. Because exactly because you have to sit through the rest of those fucking sets. That's horrendous. This next one's off our new album. You have a new <laughs> album? I thought the last album you put out came out in 96. What do you want? No one's here to hear any new. And if you want to buy it, come meet me. Come meet me behind the bathroom stall. I'll, I'll be selling them for 40 cents. Or I'll be serving, I'll be working the dessert cart up in the uh, dining room after midnight tonight. If you order five drinks, you get my CD for free. It also makes a good coaster. <laughs> oh, all right. That's our Monsters of Rock Cruise Minute. All right. So, all right. Oh, you realize that half of these artists are people that from Patreon picked these bands. <laughs> no, the no, they review no. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. Thank God. We thought that they were going to. They uh, did. They're, they're, a lot of them are pretty good, actually. They are. So they're we'll, actually. We'll talk excellent. about that a little bit later, but go ahead. Uh, no, I'm I'm good. That's it for Twitter. Why don't we move <laughs> over to you? To, uh, to- so we need to shit on something else. All right. Back to me. <laughs> All right. Over on uh, our Instagram page, Gabbily de Gook. <laughs> yes. I love that episode of The Family Guy. Yes. On the Book of Face, Tom, we have Ryan Michael Scott put a photo of Kiss with their Fucking Christmas getup and Eric Carr lineup. It looks like the uh, Hot in the Shade lineup there. Yep. Merry Christmas, people. Uh, Michael Reese. Great episode as usual. I was the asshole <laughs> that posted the happy birthday Peter Chris pick with Eric Singer. There was a point where I thought I should take that down. Never. But then I remember the main reason I should leave it up. Because fuck them. That's why. <laughs> Thank you. That's and- what we want from our fans. Thanks for always making my drive to and from work so enjoyable. Well, thank you, Mike. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Adam Nirenberg. Merry Christmas, Tom and Zeus. Hopefully you got everything you wanted from Christmas. My wife got me a giant kiss travel mug to hold all the coffee I drink. Oddly, I didn't watch this episode as it happened, although I love the family guy and I love the kiss references that Seth MacFarlane drops from time to time. I love that Ace got more line than the others. Peter probably fucked up his lines during the recording. I can picture it now. <laughs> Fox Recording Studios kissing the recording booth. Seth McFarlane in the control room. Peter, hang on, fucko. Seth, uh, Peter, can you take that line again? Peter, this is the 50th fucking time you want me to do that line again, fucko? What the fuck is up with you? They were all great takes, fucko. Uh, Peter, yes, please do that line again and please watch the language. Paul and Gina face palming. Peter, hey, fucko, they fucking did Kiss Meets the Phantom without me. You don't need this for me. I'm out of here, fuckos. Seth, Ace, can you please take the line? Ace, okay, three, two, one. Hang on, Santa, we're coming. Seth, beautiful, that's a take. Ace, thanks, I'm a little thirsty. Do you have any fountain cola? I love the music when they get Arnold's voice into the chopper. It's very reminiscent of the action music from the A-Team. I always looking for Mr. T to make a cameo. Another fun episode. Merry Christmas and a metal new year. Adam Nirenberg. All right. Thanks, Adam. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome one. 
uh, on our Loudcasters page, Tom. Evan Cox. Oh, man. I didn't even know you guys were going to break this down. Whenever I posted the link to Kiss Save Santa last night. Awesome. Looking forward to this episode. That's right, Tom. Remember, we were texting each other like, oh, check this out. Oh, that was hilarious. I'm like, oh, this is great. Yep. Yeah, and you wrote to him. We were dying when we saw your post last night. Yep. That is so funny. My mo- my wife was watching that episode of Family Guy. She stopped it and waited for me. When the first part of Kiss came on, I was like, oh, man, I have to post this for Shout Out Loudcast. You guys rock. Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. Nice. Thank thanks. you, buddy. Yeah, thanks, Evan. Um, Steve Wright, Merry Christmas, people. Uh, <laughs> Raymond Gallus. Everyone knows pterodactyls hate the screeching of a guitar. <laughs> Our buddy Costa Vucinas again. Great episode, guys, as always. So many laughs. And this was the perfect antidote to this year's stay-at-home COVID Christmas. That pandemic Paul versus the troll with two followers battle is sadly a reflection of the star child's thin skin. Insecurity becoming worse with age. The Crisano landscaping business had me dying. So I started to wonder how it looked. And he put these photos up that are fucking hilarious on our Loudcasters group page. You should look yep. it up. And then they say, fucko, move your fat choice DeWitt ass and pick that shit up. Peter, these are registrations for my new gig. And he's like picking up paper. And then the other one he had is them in a landscaping fucking truck. The truck looking to park. Forget about it, landscaping. Oh my god, that's, that's a fucking awesome. great one. But as far as Paul versus the troll with two followers, uh, I mean, we'll talk a little bit about it, but it's just yeah. ridiculous. That's bad. Thinking family here. Chef, boy, do I sink. So that guy. Stupid. <laughs> it's a battle of the fucking worst ideas. Yep. Should I fucking engage this guy? No. Should I fucking just let this shit go? Yes. Yeah. Fucking whatever. <laughs> Matt Wallace. I never got into the Family Guy show. I find them to be as funny as that pickle washer, Matt Wallace. Still enjoy the episode. Welp, got to go punch out a leaning tree trunk. What's a leaning tree trunk, you ask? That's where you shit out a log. So long that it leans against the toilet seat anywhere from two to four inches above the seat from the bottom of the bowl. What the fuck? I, still, I can't believe we have any listeners left after the fact that we read this fucking guy every week. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The fetish on that man. Unbelievable. <laughs> you know what scares me about reading these things? Listen to me. If he lived with us at Stonehill. Oh my he would God. have been thrown off campus <laughs> yeah. just like us. He would be a character that we remember that guy freshman year. <laughs> Maybe he's Mr. Feces because he's obsessed with that shit. Oh, he could have been Mr. <laughs> Feces. Maybe he's one of our old college mates. You never know. Um, over on YouTube, Mr. Antonio, two thousand five. My wish is that Fraley Fountain Cola becomes a new sponsor of the Peter North Stars Hockey Club. My second wish is Paul Stanley's banned from saying the following words in 2022. Pasta in Tokyo. Oh, God. Yeah. Anthony Stratus. LOL. Tommy Thayer is the glue 
that faked Ace Fraley for close to two decades in Ace Fraley makeup. Go figure. Um, Frank F. Guys, don't forget Lois banged old Gene. Uh, that'll be mentioned in an episode coming up sometime. Yep. Uh, Mark Stewart. Hey, guys. Just want to say thank you for a great show. My wife left me several years ago, and I haven't celebrated Christmas ever since. Don't get me wrong. I love this time of year. I just don't have anyone to celebrate with. Anyway, the fact that you released this episode on Christmas Day was awesome. You had me laughing. Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas to all of you at Shout It Out Loudcast. Damn. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Appreciate that very much. Mark, we have a fucking very good Shout It Out Loudcast, Loudcasters family here. Engage, buddy. Absolutely. You know, Come I on know over, see, buddy. Yeah, we. I know we see you on on uh, on YouTube, but jump on uh, you know Twitter. Jump on our Loudcasters Facebook group. Send emails. We'd love to get more engagement with you, buddy, man. You're Absolute, not alone. There's absolutely. plenty of idiots like us that love to talk, kiss, and laugh and stay, say stupid shit. That's right. And uh, You're not alone out there, brother. And we're glad you enjoyed the episode and uh, and uh, hope you uh, will see you more around more. Absolutely, yes. All right. And then our buddy Marty White, of course, comments. Oh, boy. Sorry to read about your divorce. My wife left me, too. It took a long time for me to celebrate again. This year, for the first time in eight years, I let my girlfriend put up a small tree up in my place. I really didn't want it, but she has a steroid problem and built like Lou Ferrigno. So I was scared to say no. That's his fucking line. That's his little punchline for everything. (laughs) And uh, he also wrote, I hear what you're saying about being very clear with Peter about the type of snow Chris and Cusano landscape will remove it. In fact, I think Peter and Charles have something in common. In this clip from Better Off Dead. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Jay Rucker at 10209 had me had me crying. I think I just shit myself. <laughs> Ace Fraley. <laughs> Tom, that's what I got. What do you got? All right. Couple emails here. Uh, David Downing, who we will mention again later in the show. Uh, sends us a fantastic story email about uh, the Bad Boys tour. Again, a lot of people had comments on this from the question of the week yep. not long ago. We talked about Ace and Peter. Um, really great story, and David, we appreciate that very much. Just, uh, I mean, some of you guys, the stories that you write, you could have careers writing on some of these uh, websites, some of these rock and metal sites. Just great stuff, David. Thank you. And uh, people will hear your name again soon in this episode. Adam Stevenson jumps in and says the ace cult lives on talks about how he says my dad had the original 78 pressings of the Gene and Peter soul albums and gifted them to me. I knew I needed to get Paul and ace to complete the collection. Last year, my wife got me a repressing of Paul that came three weeks after Christmas. So this year I had to get the ace soul and boy, was I surprised. My dad won an eBay auction for an original 78 release. My face lit up while I'm not the biggest fan especially after your review. It's great to have it in my collection. Cheers and happy new year. Can't wait until next week for the latest episode. Then he posts a picture of him holding the prized possession with who I'm assuming is his dad. Very cool. That's awesome. Adam. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Awesome. Very nice. Very nice. Um, our buddy, Tony Smith, Merry Christmas. Hope you guys had a very Merry Christmas. Love the latest episode. And Murph is cool. As always one part of the episode you were talking about, maybe the end of the road show, wishing it, may end up on video talking about the last show 
I cracked myself up when you were talking about potentially getting ripped off by that product. And I think it was Zeus who said it's in the mail. And I replied out loud, if you ordered it through Amazon, it is. And then he talks about a couple things about, uh, you know, a couple things with the reunion and the end of the road and expos and all that stuff. So as always, Tony, love hearing from you, buddy. Great stuff. And I'll finish up emails with Daniel LeBlanc. I had to work early morning hours on Christmas and enjoyed the Christmas Day podcast. I ended the day watching the Family Guy episode covered on this episode with both of my daughters and one of my sons. Thanks for the recommendation. Late Merry Christmas to you guys and early Happy New Year to you, Daniel LeBlanc. Daniel, thank you. That's awesome. Hope the family enjoyed it and realized how silly and fun it is. But uh, thank you for the email as always, buddy. Appreciate it. And then we got uh, a DM here on Facebook from our buddy Nicolino. And he posts a picture of a beautiful Shout It Out Loudcast t-shirt. And he says, Merry Christmas to me. It's apparent how much I talk about you guys and our Kiss Geek world is alive and kicking. My girl walks in a lot during your podcasts and how much I say I love you guys. And he shows us a picture of the shirt that he got. That's awesome. Nicolino, thanks, buddy. Uh, We've talked to you a little bit back and forth on some Facebook DMs, and we appreciate you sharing your uh, beautiful new Christmas gifts. So thank you, Nicolino. Zeus, what do you got over there? Yeah, and to wrap it up, our buddy, Mr. Nicolino, didn't end there. Okay. So he sent us a DM, Tom, but this time on Instagram. Nice. So I he sent it to us on my Instagram, but obviously it's meant for both of us. Zeus, want to send a little personal message to you guys saying thank you for doing an awesome job with the podcast that you guys do weekly. I've been listening since this past summer and feel you and Tom are like family at this point. Us kiss geeks have a special bond and have that silly 13-year-old humor. It's the greatest. Everything else in common with, like Eddie Murphy, like Eddie Murphy in the Jerky Boys and all the other sound clips from the shit we grew up on. It's (laughs) insane. I'm from Philly and you're from Boston. We have sports rivals for sure, but that bond is definitely there. This may be sappy, but trust me, what you guys do is greatly appreciated. I know what goes on to make shit happen and then edit it and make it perfect. Thank you so much. I'm so happy I found you guys. Cheers to 2022. Nicolino from Philly. P.S. Send my best to Tom, Pooney. And then he added one more thing. And to Murph. So Nicolino, for the last couple messages, you, my friend, are comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> Nicolito, buddy, that's fantastic. Thank you. Th- those kinds of messages are awesome. They mean so much to us, and we really appreciate you taking the time to put something like that together for us. So thanks, Nicolino. Appreciate that very much, buddy. Happy New Year to you as well. Yes, and uh, keep the messaging and all that stuff coming. Yep, but, Tom, Absolutely. We don't just end there. We've had, I mean, we got to give special thanks to a couple people here. Yes, okay? we do. Yes. So first, you guys saw those, uh, we want to mention, you guys saw those Jersey uh, Ninja shirts that me and Tom ended up getting each other for Christmas. Tom getting the Gene Simmons and me getting the Peter Chris one. Those shirts are fucking awesome. They are unbelievable. I'm telling you, if you're thinking about getting them, yes, they're pricey, but these are legitimate 
hockey jerseys. These are not like, you know, a screen printed. These are heavy. The lettering, the emblems, they're stitched on heavy. These are worth the money if you're a Kiss collector. They're beautiful. They fit good. They look good. You know how you always look at, ah, this probably going to come in like shit. It didn't. No, they're amazing. And my wife looked at me when I put it on and just shook her head and be like, I can't believe I married you. You wearing a fucking Gene Simmons hockey shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they look fucking great. Feel great. You guys should check out Jersey Ninja. Yeah, uh, I'll probably have the Detroit Rock City one. No, no, I think it's called the Destroyer one. And you'll probably end up with the Love Gun one. Oh, I'm already on the waiting list for when the <laughs> Love Gun one goes on sale. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Check them out, guys. Jersey yep. Ninja. And thank them uh, as well. They were pretty happy that we... Uh, kind of uh, tagged them and shit and everyone saw what you know how good they are yeah um another one our buddy gary cap we mentioned last week sent us something and it was a personal no we don't want to get into it because uh gary it was you know it was it was really heartfelt and but we we thank him for the personal message and gary sent us I don't know how many they're in there, Tom, maybe 50, 60. It's almost it's pretty much every official release by KISS. Yep. And they're down to uh, refrigerator magnets. Yep. They don't look like they were just, you know, done in a craft time in, in seventh grade. No. They look professional. They are unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked when I saw them. Uh, what a, 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 a generous, over-the-top gift from one of our favorite long-term list, uh, long-time listeners, one of our favorite people, Gary Cap the best gary those things were amazing and i i i was like speechless i was tom did you see this it was unbelievable yeah gary i know we messaged a little bit privately on social media but just a a stunning gift and uh you know just so grateful for for you your friendship your listenership and your your contributions to to the show with some of your comments and some of the things that you say to us privately and in and on our, our show pages, but just putting a gift like that together is just uh, beyond words. We, we can't thank you enough. It's just a, it's a stunning collection. And for, for people like us that are into that kind of stuff, it's just uh, very grateful. So thanks. Unbelievable. Gary. Thank yeah. you, Gary. In addition to that, we got, well, I went to the office today and I haven't been in the office. since I don't know when a couple of days. And there was a package there for me. My law office. Who the fuck is this from? It's addressed to me personally. From Canada. Uh-oh. Costa Vucinas. Arise. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Open it up. I get a card. And the card says, Greetings, Tom and Zeus. I've been downloading old concerts in, onto audio files for several years and figured I would group all the MP3s into a USB and send it to you guys. And in the package is a USB uh, card here. Unbelievable. Um, there's a word file that lists all the shows in alphabetical and chronological order, with the great majority being KISS concerts, of course. There are other uh, folders as well, which contain album tracks and demos from various bands I would listen to in the past. Yes, Sabotage Halloween and oh, Technotronic are in there. Oh, LOL. God, God, no. Before I discovered Shout Out Loudcast, Detroit Rock City Review, I would listen to these MP3s nonstop while driving. Nowadays, 
It's you guys. There's also some comedy audio in another folder, including Greek jerky like voice. <laughs> oh, oh, we have to. We, we're gonna have to play some of that on the show. Malaka, oh. malaka, malaka. Oh my god. Um, I'm not the only one who feels that your podcast, the listeners, and especially you two, along with Sunny Murph and Y2J, nice, have been a revelation for us this 2021 year. Shout out Loudcast has become a staple and must listen to every week. And I'm sure that preparing and recording the show must take a toll on both of your lives. It does. But thus, it is meant to be a small token of appreciation for Montreal. Wishing you and your families happy holidays and a safe and exciting 2022. Your friend, Costa Lutzinas. Fan-fucking-tastic, Costa. That is amazing, man. We love you, buddy. Awesome. This is what we talk about every week when we talk about the show is not just us. It's all of you guys. It's a community. It's a family. You guys, you you just, what you add to this is just amazing. We can't thank you enough. Absolutely. Uh, You know, Costa sending us this thing unannounced. Somehow he found my law out there in public you know, to mail this, not tell us, and, and just do this, and thinking of us, it's beyond generous. Right? But it goes back to, like we say, you know, it's uh, it's a family here, and, and, and you guys are uh, uh, amazing. Amazing. And this is yep. what makes this fun. So every time I get annoyed, if I fucking do an edit or something like that, or we have to change our schedule to do it's worth it. It's mm-hmm. so worth it. Nothing better than seeing your reaction on a good show, something yep. like that, or even a bad show. Like when we have Sonny on giving his opinion on music. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because by the time you listen to this, hopefully you heard his horrible takes on Motley Crue and <laughs> Shout of the Devil. Just brutal. Oh. But we love you, Sonny. We tolerate you. <laughs> but we love you, Costa. So Absolutely. Thank you so much for that, buddy. And you're the best. Uh, finally, Tom, before I pass it all back to you, we have another person to thank. And that is Jim Riley. Jim didn't say anything to us i'm looking at my email on was it christmas day it was christmas day i think i opened it up and there's a cameo from bruce kulik to us and i'm like dude i'm texting you hoping i'm fucking check this out check this out i'm cringing i'm like oh my god oh shit i can't believe this is Uh, bruce is always awesome on those cameos he always does a great job and you know he by this point we know each other we're not close with him like we are with chris or anything like that but he still made it personal with us and talked about being on the show a little more than he was really on the show but that's okay um and it was awesome i cannot believe that jim did that i i I was just like blown over by the generosity by, by jim and everybody else but this was incredible. Yeah, this was just an unbelievable, shocking Christmas surprise by Jim. And we, we we reached out to him immediately and just thanked him so much. I mean, what a stunning, special, memorable gift that we'll have forever. Um, it, it just just an amazing sh- show of gratitude. And and uh, Jim, we, we, we love you for it, buddy. M- much appreciated. We can't thank you enough. And it, that was just a very special, special gesture for you to do. Yeah, incredible, incredible. Tom, we have a great, great group of listeners. And we also 
have a great group of Patreon members. We do. And we have a new member that came on Christmas Day, Tom. We do. Mr. David Downing absolutely signed up for the star child tier on Patreon. Yes. Uh, David, thank you for joining. We really appreciate it. Thank you for joining the fun group that we got. Uh, thank you for being part of Patreon. And thank everybody for being a part of Patreon. It, uh, Patreon started last year in January. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're over 30 members at this point, Tom. And it's grown way more than we expected. The group is hilarious. They're so helpful to us. They're funny, generous, and they've contributed to the show in many ways. Now, every time someone contributes, there's different tiers. They get different perks from us. We appreciate it. Amongst one of the perks nowadays is them getting to be part of the album review crew and we have the Patreon members pick. We got most of the people's selections in. We're waiting on a couple last few picks. And we hope to have their, that wrapped up by the time this episode uh, gets, uh, gets put on the rotation. So thank you to all our Patreon members. We love you. You are part of our family. And if anyone is interested and wants to find out about Patreon, they can go to our uh, episode notes. And when you find the episode, you can click on the link. We have a link there to Patreon. You can go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, or the Patreon link. You would find us, just look under the creators, shout it out loudcast, and uh, find out any information you want. See if that interests you. And uh, we'd love to have you. Yeah, we're uh, just immensely grateful for all of our wonderful Patreons, uh, including a new, the newest one, David. Thank you so much. And everybody else. Uh, just thanks so much for what you're doing to help the show grow and to keep the show going. Uh, much appreciated. As Zeus mentioned, and we mentioned before, those album review crew Patreon picks, we need all of you to submit a pick because then we're gonna, what we're going to do is me, Zeus, and Sonny, we're going to kind of look at everybody's submission, narrow it down to about three, and then throw those three picks back at you guys to vote on which one will be the January album pick. We got some spectacular picks, some surprising picks, some oddball picks, uh, but we'll, the three of us are going to look at them. We're going to kind of rank them and see what we think, and then we're going to throw them back to you. You ultimately will have the the pick of the whatever three we choose, and that'll be the pick. But we need you guys to get those in there probably by the by, like Zeus said, by the time this episode drops, we'd like to have that squared away so we can move to the next phase. And um, it's exciting for us to see what you guys are going to pick and what you're eventually going to vote on. And we know it's exciting for you guys too, to, to be part of this game. Uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun when, uh, when January does roll around for the pick. Yeah. Tom, what we do next, we uh, try to find out what's going on in kiss world. Some news that broke this week. What do we got? Yeah. So the big thing that had everybody going crazy was the creatures fest that was announced. Uh, Neil Davis, who put on the Kissmas masquerade last year, um, we had him on our show with, uh, Phil Schaus to talk about that. That was back in 2020. Uh, he's, he's, he's buddies with Vinny. He does a couple of things. He just did a signing with him recently. Uh, but there's an event Memorial day weekend in Nashville, Tennessee, and it's called creatures fest. And the big news is that Ace Frehley and Vinny Vincent are scheduled to be there. And then it looks like you're going to have some stragglers from the monsters of rock cruise too. Cause you're going to have Vixen. Quiet Riot, Enough is Enough, John Karabi, Return of the Comet, and 
the great pretty boy Floyd. Um, so a lot of people, of course, throwing jokes in there. You know, Vinny's never going to show. This is going to be a disaster. Who knows what's going to happen? Blah, blah, blah. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, maybe we'll be there in Nashville. I don't know. But if any of you go, and I know some of you will, please, please report back to us. But that's not until Memorial Day. So there's plenty of time to talk about what's going to happen with that event. Yeah. What's funny, I think someone was like, uh, you know, Vinny's not going to be there. Ace is going to be too sick to perform. And you're going to hear, all right, tonight's headliner, Quiet Riot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, who's the fucking singer? Yep. Like, oh, yep. God. Yep. But we'll see. And then some other uh, Kiss fan news before we get into some of the the, oh, the band stuff there. Um, on one of the uh, the Kiss Facebook groups for the Kiss auctions, if any of you guys are into those the live auctions like I am, um, Phil Elliott, who is really connected in with wired in with the band in terms of the auctions and merchandising and having some you know connections to what's going on behind the scenes, um, he posted. Uh, not long ago that they right now they're in the planning stages for three kiss expos for 2022. Everybody remembers how amazing some of those kiss expos were. Um, He says Atlanta, Indianapolis, and New York that they're uh, in the planning stages right now. No dates, just that they're in the planning stages for 2020. Uh, No word on any details at all. Just that the fact that there are three, uh, being worked on. So if that's the case, that's exciting. And who knows, maybe if the band members will be part of it or anybody will be part of it, but that's something to keep your eye on it. And the minute we find out more information, we'll continue to talk about that each week during our episode. So it's kind of exciting. And those kiss expos can be a lot of fun. So let's see where that goes. Nerds. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> Big time. Look at yeah. you. Do you have a kiss a woman on the lips. <laughs> you over there. You over there. <laughs> it's a colossal waste of time. <laughs> Get out of your parents' basement. See the whole world out there. Exactly. Yep. Clip is the greatest SNL skit of all time. Oh, it really is. You yes. over there. You must be like 30 years old. Do you ever kiss a girl? <laughs> oh. um, then he had Paul's COVID tweets. Oh. This is the face of Omicron. No, no, this is the, the face of Calibus. Oh, this is this is the from face Clash of, the, of the Titans, like Joey Casada said. That's the crooked man variant. Oh my god. <laughs> His face is all like like sweat. Looks like it was like melting. I don't so he puts that up. So you're like, oh, Paul got COVID again. And then he's like, Well, I don't have COVID, but uh, like what? Like, I don't I can't follow it. And he's I, like, I my whole family it. has COVID, and then he's like, uh. Uh, you know, smallpox had two vaccines. Measles had three. Like, what the fuck, you dude? Are you a rock star or not? <laughs> you know. And Zeus and I, like we said, it, Zeus and I got together for Christmas Eve. We had a Christmas Eve lunch. We exchanged gifts. We had a good time together. We don't not we don't get to see each other in person that often. And we were talking about this shit, and, and I brought up the fact that David Coverdale is should be like the model for a lot of these legacy act type rock star Twitter pages. He's funny. He's self-deprecating. He's down to earth. He talks about his music. He talks about other bands, music. He'll post stupid memes or like dad jokes, just keeping it light and fun and rock and music. It's like the bizarro Paul Stanley. Yeah, exactly. 
it just it's tiring no one understands what huh Uh, 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 huh? stop dude i'll say this again you wrote read my body stop talking about vaccines (laughs) all right (laughs) and then also in the news we get gene not pontificating about covid but posting a two-minute video where he says about a year ago i bought property next door to the vegas house i decided to cover the adjacent vacant land with 137 trees. <laughs> it was done in two days. Watch. And he posts a video. Of, we talked about this before, one of the previous episodes, about how he couldn't stop talking about how proud he was that he planted all these trees <laughs> with the helps with the help of Chris and Cosano landscaping. <laughs> and then he posts a video. I think I see Vinny unloading one of those trucks there with the trees. <laughs> Yeah, the landscaping guys, they fucked up at one point. You could hear them yelling at each other. Oh, yeah. I fucking told you not to go in. You're dropping the mulch everywhere. What the fuck? If you're going to yell at me like that, I don't want to be your partner anymore. And then he posts a nice picture of him going for a a walk with his dog. Then, of course, he's retweeting stupid shit about Bitcoin. (laughs) He's in his onesies. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right. He posts a nice picture from Christmas. I mean, just, you know. It's, it's, it's just, better than fucking COVID, man. Oh, that's that's what I'm saying. It's just, uh, just grumpy, crooked man. Oh, <laughs> crooked man. <laughs> that's about it for Kiss World. I mean, all you know, right, the, let's the, get the, out of Kiss the, World. Yeah, let's get into our world. All right, but before we do get into our world, I'm gonna buy the crooked man puzzle and try to straighten out the pieces. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. 
Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, Rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. We're back. Uh, I'm struggling with this puzzle because I can't find the pieces for the nose. They don't seem to connect correctly. You're, you're missing it. It's there, Tom. But one of them is on his right cheek, and the other piece of the nose is up by his eyebrow. He's, a, he's like some impressionist painting. I can't figure out where his face is. Oh. COVID face. Anyway, oh Tom, we always do these year in review. Yes. And during the year in review, we break down our episodes. We also talk about what happened with Kiss. So, you know, let's get through Kiss first. Okay. What did, what happened with Kiss? They started the year with a bang, the Dubai concert. And maybe some of you will, will have a copy of it. Imagine that this episode is going to drop one year to the day that Kiss performed and you still don't have your fucking DVDs. <laughs> And I'm not laughing at you. I'm not laughing at you guys like because it's funny. I'm laughing at just the sheer insanity of the fact that you still don't have the DVD. Only Kiss can get away with this. Oh, yeah. Like nobody's giving them that much shit. I mean, there's a few people bitching about it. Well, no, I need to get my name on the credits. Oh, (laughs) I paid for the super deluxe version. I want to see my name in the scroll. This is bullshit. (laughs) And they're like, ah, we can't find this kiss tard. So we're going to have to hold on delay in this video till we get all the kiss tards uh, onto this uh, not even 0.00 seconds of screen time so their name can be seen. Is it okay if I put in for a refund? No. Fuck (laughs) off. (laughs) Um, Is this your real name? Somebody named Sinkin Stanley (laughs) wants to be on the credits to this. Yeah, so they started out with Dubai, and, and then uh, yeah, go yeah. ahead. No, I was just gonna say, and then COVID again. Yep. And then they started the tour up. Yep. And then COVID again. Yep. And they started the tour up. And COVID again. Yeah, we had we got to see them start back up with the U.S. tour in August. Yeah, um, we were the first. Uh, I think we were the first, right? We were the first. Yep. And then not long after that, Paul and Gene both got COVID. Yeah, date, dates got rescheduled and then everybody was up in a up in a panic about the cruise. And thank God the cruise happened because it was an absolutely spectacular time. It was the best time. If you think about the window of time during this whole oh COVID my. crisis. Yep. We made it at the exact time where before Omicron just took over and all yep. that stuff. It, it just we got lucky. Because now you're hearing these horror stories about cruises having <laughs> to go back to the dock because they're infected <laughs> with all fucking you know, that's all COVID <laughs> like shit. Monsters of Rock who's infected with like shitty bands. <laughs> help, hey, help. Guys. I'm surrounded by shitty bands. Hey, guys, is that cruise going? No, it got canceled. How come? Omicron? No, it was infected by XYZ and, and kill Michael dwarfs. Monroe. <laughs> kill it, dwarfs. Play two sets. <laughs> infected with shitty bands. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> we're gonna get shit. We'll probably tag some of these bands too. They're listening, I'm sure Killer Dwarfs have a huge <laughs> social media following. What are you talking about? They do. They got 93 followers. Yeah, but you're 92 of them. <laughs> What's the other one that I fuck up? Celtic Frost. It's Celtic Frost. 
No, but they're like a they're like a Euro you're like a Euro metal band. They're not like they're not like uh they're not like electric these, these they're, shitty bands. Yeah, they're not like electric boys or whatever the with leather leather boys <laughs> with electric toys or oh, that's pretty boy Floyd. They're on the are they on the thing? No, they're at Creatures Fest. <laughs> My God, it's just the invasion of the shit bands. Right. It's like <laughs> you can wear that fucking embarrassing t-shirt that Sonny bought you. I will as a fucking joke. Oh, now no. you can wear it at that concert time. And you know how many people are going to be like, that shirt's amazing. Where did you get that? <laughs> Were you on the 85 tour? What? Yeah. Look what at you. The, what about the 98 tour? Dude, 98, I was still fucking blasting Alice in Chains. Go fuck yourself with Pretty Boy Floyd. What are you talking about? <laughs> Leather you, boys talking with about toys? Nirvana, Pearl Jam, nonsense. Listen to fucking Pretty Boy Floyd. You listen to Pretty Boy Floyd, not me. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, other than that, and other than Ace Frehley touring with Alice Cooper, uh, Peter was fucking nowhere to be found. Other than he showed up for his birthday party in a nice, bright red shirt. Good for him. God bless Peter. Yeah, and he looked like nice. he was at like a fucking convalescent home. And when they friggin' roll out the fucking jello for the old people. <laughs> and now enjoy your cake. Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. They, they, they were at Hyman Roth's birthday party in fucking Cuba. <laughs> Pass around cake with Michael Corleone and we got the Corleones, so we got the Chris Collers. Now, eat your cake. We got from the New England uh, Telephone Company. We got Senor, Senor Cusano from the from the Chris and Cusano landscaping business. We got Vincent Cusano. Thank you. I love when the guy narrates all the people in that round table. Oh, yeah. Uh, Senor Michael Coleone. Oh, God almighty. Yeah, so Peter's Hyman Roth <laughs> birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Enjoy your cake. <laughs> I expect memes for this. Please, people, do your best. Sterlino, I know you listen. Do something here. I told oh. Kiss Tards. This is the business we chosen. <laughs> we're bigger than we're bigger than U.S. Steel. What? We're bigger than Steel Panther. What? what we're bigger saying? than Steel Panther. That's it. <laughs> I didn't ask if Gene gave the order because it had nothing to do with business. It's always business, Hyman. <laughs> Michael, I have to answer to a higher power. Meet my partner. Chaim Simmons <laughs> and his Sicilian messenger boy Johnny Pip Criscola. <laughs> We're just gonna rewrite the Godfather. Just throw in all the fucking kiss members. <laughs> Peter, Peter is definitely afraid. Oh, I'm smart. Then you have. Then you have. Then you have. Then vi- Vinny will be in the background. Vinny will be Fredo. I'm smart. I can do things not like everybody says. I oh, no. That's definitely Peter bitching about his no, hierarchy. No. I can write songs not like Paul says. Dumb. I'm smart and I want respect. Oh. That's not the way I want it. Oh. But it's the way I want it. 
All right. We need to write the kiss. Oh, my God. Godfather screenplay, Tom. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Who's going to be Frankie Five Angels? <laughs> Joey Casada, oh, special guest star. Casada <laughs> <you> Laporte. Casada. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll have no problems from me. Don Corleone. Good night. Chichi. Casada. Apart. I don't like your kind. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's going to say that. <laughs> you and your whole crazy family. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> See, it's there. It's there for the taking. Dude, are we doing a show today or what? I don't know. What time is it? <laughs> <laughs> we could do this all night with that fucking movie. This is the problem. Because <laughs> nah. now, now when I'm like, oh, let's go to the... Th- now I'm thinking of another scene. We gotta <laughs> oh, I know the scene. I came right to my mind. It's going to be a whole bonus episode. <laughs> hey, Cusano, yeah, I'm not going to listen to any of those grease balls. Yeah, I know about that story. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Jewish fucking whatever. Okay, my Mick Kraut friend. You'll <laughs> <laughs> say that to Eric Carr and then bitch to him about that. Oh, my God. Oh, my head's hurting now. <laughs> no, and then, and then poor, poor Bruce will jump in and be, Paul, why do you hurt me, Paul? <laughs> yeah, Why do you hurt me? Bruce will be fucking Tom Hagen. He'll be Tom Hagen. Yeah, it'll be yeah, like the, the nice, nice guy. guy. Paul, yeah. why do you hurt me? Yeah. <laughs> and then Bruce will be like, like your two Goomba friends. I'm not, I'm fucking German, Irish, whatever he says. Oh, God almighty. Anyway. And then Rachel Gordon will show up. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is this? Rachel Gordon will wake up with a fucking horse head in her bed. I fucking thought it was a dog and I just cut his fucking head off. He's phrase gets gunned down at the fucking toll booth because he forgot his fucking easy pass. <laughs> he fucking he's so drunk and coked up, he's still alive. Holy fuck, I got holes in my jacket. Rachel's gonna fucking kill me. Oh, God almighty. Alright, we gotta move on. We're gonna we, we gotta move on. We're already like fucking like five hours into this episode. We fucking haven't right. even started our episode. Kiss kiss played and then they had to fucking stop because of COVID and repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Yep. Now let's talk about us, Tom. Finally. The, the important shit. Yes. So what did we start off with? Our first episode of the year. Yeah. We decided to try to crank out our Zoom box there. And uh, we did a live commentary, the first one, not the last. Uh, and we had Murph over and we watched the Dubai concert. That was our first episode. Yep, that was, a, that was a, that was a blast. Uh, little did we know how legendary and controversial that in, that entire performance would be. Uh, but, yeah, that was our first experiment with uh, using our mini Zoom recorder. Um, and, it, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this, how, how a year has gone by. It's just like when you put things into perspective, when you do these retrospectives, like, my God, how the fuck has a year gone by? Um, but there are definitely more plans to, to do live live um, live commentaries. Uh, again, we have a couple things that we think are so good that a review is just not going to be enough. Yeah. Yeah. And so from that was episode 104, Tom. Yep. We jump into episode 105 with the creatures of the night album review yeah we always like to start off the year uh with a big one um 
creature that I probably would have been the previous episode, but we couldn't pass on that live commentary. So you can expect something similar at the beginning of 2022 for, for a big bang. So we always like to do that. I think the one of the years we did the Kiss debut album, uh, Creatures of the Night was this year. So, yeah, that's kind of a trend for us. Yeah, uh, Tom, we both had War Machine as our number one song. And we both had the bottom, Saint and Sinner 8 and 9 was Keep Me Coming. Except you had I Love It Loud too, and I had Danger as my deep cut at number two. Yep. Wow. That was a, I love doing album reviews. Oh, man. yeah. And there's just something about it. Yep. We didn't stop there. We went 106, Tom. Charlie Benanti and Chris Jericho, Kiss Draft 9, the set list draft. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that was that was a blast. I, I'm I'm a big Anthrax fan. Uh, I'm a big fan of drummers. Me and Zeus both are having Charlie on. A uh, huge Kiss fan. Him and Chris together was amazing. Uh, drafting our ultimate live set list. Of course, the usual Jericho berating us on the rules of the of the draft is yeah. always hilarious shit. How, yeah. how can you have him? That that's a Bruce song. And how are you having this one? That's a Vinny song. They're on the same live set. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I always bring up the rainbow final vinyl. I'm like, you can have different parts of your, your, you know, the lineup, different sections of their live category, you know, and just put them in. You don't have to have the same one concert. No, you're changing the rules. That that was, that was a lot of fun. Those drafts are always great. Yeah. And then all, always all the kiss asses. Yeah. Jericho's right. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Yep. Yep. What was interesting about that is Charlie to Detroit rock city. Chris took I Stole Your Love, I took Deuce, and Tom Creatures of the Night. All four of them, different points of the career, different huge albums opened yep. up for yep. you know songs that Kiss opened up with. Yep. The the one that makes me shake my head the most is Kid, uh, Charlie took Rockin' in the USA's number two. That was mind-blowing, but hey, everybody's got their, their own fandom. So. I will tell you this, Charlie is a super nice guy. Oh my and god! He's super friendly, and we text from time to time. He's awesome, and he, and he uh, he's a huge Kiss fan up until when the Anthrax came out. Because the what was the best part of the show when Chris said something about Asylum? We were talking about Asylum that era, and he's like, "Yeah, I never, I don't know that album. I, I, I never bought it." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's how fucking hilarious. And then uh, you know, and, and he's the luckiest man in the world because his girlfriend is. Unbelievable. Oh my goodness. Yes. Carla oh. Harvey from Butcher the, Babies. Yeah. Her and uh what's her name? Heidi. Heidi Shepherd, yeah. From the Butcher Babies. Our buddy Sonny got us these nice oh, fucking God. glossy autograph photos and he brought them to us and gave them to us on, on the Kiss Cruise. Oh, Sonny, you're the best for that. Oh yeah, amazing. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Next, we did best third track on a studio album so we call the episode bang bang you episode 107 tom oh yeah well i love these these top 10 lists we always pick like you know creative and crazy topics and and we've said it it's just an excuse to talk about a bunch of different songs from a bunch of different albums that's not in the format of an album review so this was a fun one you know top 10 list best third album best third songs you know we've done best opening tracks best closing tracks best second tracks and you bet your ass we're going to continue down the line. But this, this was a fun one. Best six song. Absolutely. That'll be down the line. Hell yeah. You, Tom, you had got love for sale. Oh, yeah. Continuing your love gun uh, love. 
Yep. I had God of Thunder, and we both had Sure Know Something as number two. Of course. Absolutely. Interesting yep. shit. Yep. Then we did a, on episode uh, 108, we did MTV Kiss Unmasking. Yeah, I love those. Love, we, those. Yep. love those. Those TV clips are the best. Yeah. September 18th, 1983, Kiss is on MTV. I'm taking off their makeup with J.J. Jackson. Kind of a little back and forth banter there. And we love talking about those historical TV TV moments. And that, of course, was about as big as it gets at that time. Yeah. And then we concluded our real Kiss Alive series. Uh, we had Jews from Psycho Circus, Sonic Boom, and Monster Tom. Oof. This was a struggle. Yikes. Um, we both had Psycho Circus opening up. I think you went to Hello Hallelujah. I went to Modern Day Delilah as the second song. You closed with uh, I Pledge Allegiance, and I did with You Wanted the Best. Yeah, and this kind of started the urban legend of me trying to squeeze in I Pledge Allegiance into every episode of the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think the worst selection by, according to the listeners, was song 13 for me, Tom. I had... Peter Chris sings at the edge of the stage. I finally found my, my way. Oh, God. <laughs> I know, huh? With rocks thrown at him while he's singing. <laughs> yeah. After that, Tom, we went to 110. We called the episode She. Oh, this is great. And what we came up with, we had our buddy Sonny and create a top 10 list of girls, women from Kiss songs who they, we would want on our very own for upcoming Valentine's. Oh, every year we do a Valentine's Day episode. This was a fun one. This was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Digging deep into the lyrics of the Kiss songs to come up with some ladies. Yes. Yeah. Tom, you chose Come On and Love Me as your number one lady that you would want as your Valentine. The, the, the lady described on Come On and Love Me. I took You're All That I Want because I that's my excuse for any time I could pick that song. Yep. Sonny took Watching You a la Creepy. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. He, and he also named all his victims. I mean girls that he likes. <laughs> exactly. And he called this one his wife, Nicole, I believe. Oh, creep creep training order coming on him. Yeah, exactly. Yikes. Uh, that was a lot of fun. It was kind of out there, but yep. It was a lot of fun. Episode 111, Tom. We picked Kiss World compilation. Yikes. It's a must-have if you're a collector, other than that. Yeah, yeah, nothing special. Nothing, you know. nothing special at all there. Yeah. Not at um, all. Next, Kiss Trivia 3. Tom. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Boy. Somebody kept track this time, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Murph is always reading the questions. Tom, you beat me this time. Tom, 20, Zeus, 17. Good job. Yeah, and you're right. We were actually able to keep score this time. But we love we love the games. We know that uh, list, the listeners have a, have a blast with those ton of fun playing along and of course having Murph and, and us trying to keep track of what the hell's going on. The games are always fun. Yeah. Uh, then we brought on our buddy West Beach from the Plasmatics on on episode 113. Yeah, and this was nice. We've established a nice little friendship with West. We, uh, we, we DM each other. He sends us some emails. He's very inter- interactive on our social media. Um, and this was nice having him on talking about, you know, an interesting era of the band right around Creatures of the Night, uh, the tour talked about some of the songs he was involved in, um, you know, and of course he has a, a long career, you know, with the plasmatics and his involvement, you know, with kiss and, you know, touring with them. So this, this was a fun one for, uh, for, for kiss fans to listen to. Yeah. It's a long time coming. Wes is awesome. 
lot of great stories he shares with us. We appreciate it. And uh, Wes has a lot more stories, so we'll hope to have him on again. Yeah. He's got a lot more stuff. Some of his best stories, unfortunately, we couldn't tell oh, yeah. on the air. But uh, Wes is a great guy, and we thank him for coming on. Yep. Uh, after that, Tom, we prepped our All for the Glory Kiss 3 Kiss Album Madness Tournament. Yes, which as we speak, I'm starting to get a panic attack that it's a, that time again where we have to start preparing on what the hell we're going to do for 2022. We'll be fine. We'll no, be fine. no, I know. So this year we did the album madness tournament. Uh, the first year was makeup madness, all makeup songs. Second year was non makeup. And this year uh, we did a m- album madness. So who knows what 2022 is going to bring, but you know, there's going to be another tournament. Yes. Then we reviewed. A rare on episode 115, we called it Saint and Sinner, but a rare YouTube clip of Gene and Paul getting kind of nasty with each other on a video from December 12, 1993 for Dick Clark's 1994 uh, New Year's Rock and Eve. And they're both getting snippy with each other and having a little bit of a fight. That's become one of our biggest episodes. We broke that down. People loved the discussion and it, it Got a lot of downloads. Yeah, this this was good. And this also kind of started a, a, a trend or, you know, a, a thing for us where we kind of dig into some really obscure clips and, and dissect them. There's a there's a, a couple more that this year that we'll get to. But, yeah, th- this was this was fun. This was an interesting one that I had never really seen before. And a lot of people had some interesting thoughts and opinions on. So this was, that was a good one. Yeah. So after that, we decided to review, which had just come out, Paul Stanley's Soul Station now and then. Yeah, we wanted to jump on that one right away. Um, I hope you guys heard it. Uh, we were fair. We were actually pretty kind to it uh, because we tried to review it on its musical merits and not on, you know, Paul Stanley and his idiocy. So, yeah, that, that was that was fun. And it was a it was a, a pleasant surprise. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I liked that a little bit more. I think, I, I mean, I, I, I like that whole Motown kind of sound and Paul's band. I think we both caught this from this album. Oh God. Paul yeah. surrounded himself with an incredible band. Oh yeah. And the backing singers and the instruments. Oh, they were awesome. You had IOI as your number one song and mm-hmm. whenever you're ready is number two. I had whenever you're ready is number one. And child my face is a little bit crooked now oh jesus christ what am i doing (laughs) anyways so that's what we did next we jumped to tom the kiss abc in concert another kiss tv appearance episode 117 oh this was awesome dude oh this was great i mean classic iconic kiss appearance with one of my favorite uh, TV appearances they've ever done. The, the, I love doing these TV appearance reviews because we we rank them all. We talk about them. This is just iconic as it gets. Yes, and they sang three of my <clears throat> favorite Kiss songs of all time. Yeah, nothing to lose. Firehouse and Black Diamond Live. Yep. Oh, just raw performance. Incredible. Amazing. Yep. Tom, we continued the breakdown of the box set with box set disc number three on episode one eighteen. Yeah, we love we love breaking this down. We uh, got a couple discs left to talk about, but uh, yeah, this this is a good one. I love dissecting these the box set here. And we've kind of another kind of shouted out loud cast kind of unwritten rule here is we kind of do one a year. 
So uh, disc four will be coming uh, maybe sooner than later. Who knows? You had talked to me live. Uh, you're all that I want demo and then radioactive. I had you're all that I want demo. Talk to me live and radioactive as those in the rankings yep. for those tracks that are unique to that box set. Yep. But we both agree disc two, disc three, disc one in that order. Yes, I remember that. Yep. Yep. Episode 119, we bring back our buddy, Mr. Jericho, to do the wrap up of the Madness Tournament. Yeah, I look forward to this every year. I mean, we look forward to the tournament every year. Uh, it's a lot of work. In uh, 2022, it's going to be very exciting and different. And we'll, you'll see what we mean by that when it comes time for that. But I always look forward to having Jericho on after breaking it down, giving his analysis of why why he thinks what won. Um, you know, just a, a great a great time. I mean, anytime Jericho was on here to talk Kiss, it's awesome. So, yeah, he he is a, a ton of fun. Always informative. Never shy about his opinion. And it's a great guest on, but the next episode, episode 120 is our most listened to episode of all time. We had Eddie trunk on. Yeah, this was like just massive for us. Um, And and it it showed because it it is, it is by far the most downloaded episode that we've ever had. Um, And of course, having Eddie trunk on, we know he, there's no flies on him with his opinions, especially when it comes to kiss. And uh, just a fantastic, honest interview. Uh, he was very kind to us uh, off the air, you know, and we've been in communication with him since then. And uh, that was just a really, really amazing interview. And to have him on was was a thrill for sure. Yeah, it was great. I mean, we pushed back on some of his ideas and opinions. Yep. And, you know, we're not going to get into the name calling Stuart A. Stuart. You know, it was just a matter of like, you agree with this. I agree with this. You know why? And this is why after a while, if you're, you know, dug in, you're not, you're not going to move somebody and no. they're not going to move you. So move on, move on to the next stop. But yeah. he's been really nice to us. And uh, we had, we were going to put him on, but we couldn't have him on for some reason. I think our scheduling got messed up. Uh, we we're going to have him on uh, right after the biography there for a bit. And we had to reschedule that. So we'll see if we can get them on next year early enough. So I yep. uh, look forward to that. Uh, next thing on, we continued with our tours, Tom. We did the tour, the hottest show on earth tour, legendary tour with probably the most famous tour they've ever done. Right. Oh God. It was huge. Massive. <laughs> People couldn't pick this show out of a lineup. Yeah. Uh, but it, I, I love doing the tour episodes too. I mean, yeah. cause we talk, we break it down. We talk about the set list, the costumes, the stage, where they went, uh, you know, all different kind of any ins and outs and details of any kind of special events that happened. So the, the tour, you know, again, a recurring theme on shout out loudcast when we, when we break down the tours. So a good one. This was from 2010 to 2011. If you look at the list, 21 songs i think there's like 18 of them on fucking end of the road road. oh yeah yeah except modern day delilah which had just come out sonic boom and stuff and they actually did i'm an animal and we always play our list so we look at the set list for the whole tour and then me and you always try to come up with what would you want as the ideal set list from the songs they played on that tour Mm -hmm. and uh, we both put i'm an animal on there just because we're, we're tired of everything else, not because it's a great song that we wanted to hear. Yeah, that's what happens. So next we had the episode 122, me, myself and I songs with me or I on in it. 
And uh, we had plenty to choose from on this one. Yeah, there was a ton of songs here. And again, just another example of us. It's an excuse to talk about a bunch of different songs and a bunch of different albums that we normally wouldn't you know, get the chance to talk of out, uh, outside of that uh, album review. Yeah, Tom, you took Come On and Love Me. Number one, I Stole Your Love. Two, I. Number three, I took I is number one. Come On and Love Me Too. And I Love It Loud. I think I, because it was just the title of this episode. And I was like, that's the most yep. one that comes to mind. And it's a great song. At least for me, it is. Uh, and then we always have the uh, <laughs> the strange ones in there. Tom fit. I pledge allegiance in his top 10. Absolutely. Yeah. And I always fit. You're all that I want in mind. So yep. it, it works out as always. Tom, then we brought on Kiss Jeopardy 3. Oh, boy. And we brought on Tony Musalem from Restrained, our cruise buddy. Yeah. And uh, fellow curmudgeon, of course. And uh, the the Jeopardy games are always crazy. Oh, my God. These are always fun. Yeah. They're always at some point. We're like, are you fucking kidding me, Sonny? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Tony won with 4,300 points. I had 1,100. Tom always goes for the moon at the end. Zero points. If I'm not going to win, I'm coming in zero. Yeah. Fuck them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Still keeping that shouted out loud cast record of winnability there uh, going for us. huh? That's right. That's right. So we move on to episode 124 album review time. Ace Frehley solo album 1978. Feedback on this one was nuts when it came to just talking about where we ranked it. Uh, when we voted for when we put out the poll for the best song, uh, yep. the I think this was the episode where, where we kind of coined the hashtag Ace Cult. Yeah, yeah. So you had Rip It Out and Speeding Back to My Baby. I had Speeding Back to My Baby and Rip It Out number one. Yeah. Uh, you had Ozone as last. I had I'm <clears throat> in need of fucking. I'm in need of a fucking diaper. <laughs> I think I shit myself. Um, as my last song, but I love the album reviews and, uh, the ACE cult came out strong on this one. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Next episode 125, Tom, we did kiss graduation. This was awesome. Another, another fun topic. Again, talking about songs, inspiring lyrics for a kiss graduation because it was right (laughs) around that graduation season. And what better inspiration than a Paul Stanley Kiss song, perhaps, right? Correct. And, uh, you know, I think sometimes our sense of humor and stuff are hit and miss. Not sure all of you guys got this one, but regardless, uh, Tom, your number one was I pledge allegiance to the state of rock and roll. <laughs> of course which, it was. Which led to everybody going, what the fuck? You always pick that. Every episode. And I had raise your glasses, number one. I think you had that. Yeah, you had that number two. Yep. And tomorrow and tonight is number two for me. Wow. But that was a lot of fun. I enjoy those episodes. Oh, yeah. Coming absolutely. Up with, like crazy topics and finding songs to fit. Yep. So episode 126, Tom kissing Oprah. Oh, my yeah. wife, Oprah. Oprah. Yeah. Again, another kind of unique and interesting uh, TV clip. This one was crazy because it took place and it was in 1988, right in the, in the full 80s kiss mode, crazy nights era. Talking about groupies, uh, you know, we had fellow Pantheon podcaster Pam DeBar on there. Jackie Collins, oh, 
blazing hot during this. Oh, oh man. Control himself with oh, Jack God. She was in full MILF gilf form oh. in this one. But oh. Tom, Tom was really fucking having a hard on for her. The chick who's who's uh, her boyfriend was the manager of Saxon. Oh, that was so great. That was that. I'm telling you, go back, listen to that episode or watch that clip. Fucking hilarious. I love that one. Jeans like Saxon. Fuck S- off. Saxon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next, Tom, we did a kiss member review. We always do these every year. We pick a member. This time we did Eric Singer. Yeah, and again, look, when we do these, we tr- we're fair. You know, we weren't here to kind of tease or make fun of Eric Singer. We save that for other points in the show. Uh, but yeah, and then we kind of rank songs and talk about his, uh, you know, his history, you know, where he was before Kiss and his contributions to the band and technical ability as a drummer, singer, all that good stuff. So the member profile episodes are always fun. Yeah, uh, Tom, you had Hate, Coming Home Unplugged, and Thou Shall Not as the your favorite Eric Singer uh, played on studio tracks or nice. tracks at all because yep. unplugged is live. But I had all for the glory and all for the love of rock and roll because he did sing those, and then nothing to lose unplugged. Yep. So Tom, next we reviewed a new album that came out from Kiss, and that is Kiss Off the Soundboard Tokyo. Yeah, let's move on to the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about this. We're, look, we're excited for these these quote unquote official bootlegs, which is kind of a you know contradiction in terms, but. You know, it was nice to see Kiss starting to do something new. Hopefully these are a trend and hopefully they're digging into the archives a little deeper than something like this. But if you're a collector, you got to have it. Or if you like hearing the word Tokyo. Um, That's also true. Tom, your favorite tracks on these was Talk to Me, Cold Gin, Firehouse. I had top three was Calling Dr. Love, Rock and Roll Night, and Firehouse. So nice. Um, then we reviewed You Wanted the Best, You Got the Best. And we reviewed the best five tracks on that. Yeah, kind of a, a, a combination of a, it's a compilation, but it's a live compilation. Um, I was always kind of a fan of this. You know, I, I like the live stuff. A couple extra songs in here that were unique to this compilation. So it was it, this was cool. So we only ranked the songs <laughs> that were not off of any of the alive albums. So, Tom, you ranked yours in the order, this order from starting from one to five. Take me room service. Let me know two timer in the Jay Leno interview. Yeah. I had let me know number one room service two timer take me and Jay Leno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I gotta have yeah, my yeah, interview. Yeah, you know, I'm a big fan, big fan of Kiss. Yeah. Hey, everybody want a dungaree jacket? <laughs> Tom, next was another big aspect of Kiss. Shit, maybe we should have talked about all these things when we talked about Kisses here. Yeah, we're and talking that was, right now. We're talking them chronologically as yeah. they happen, and that was. Kiss biography. We broke this down. So episode 131, 130 was part one. Episode 131 was part two. Yeah, this was too much to do in one episode. People laughing like, how is your review of the biography longer than the biography? (laughs) (laughs) But there was a lot to consume, a lot to digest, a lot to uh, dissect. And, uh, you know, that's what we do here. So, yeah. And I will say those episodes were two of our biggest episodes we've ever had um a couple episodes were similar to that that we'll talk about when they are that popular and they you know really go above and beyond what we normally would expect uh for our listenership um 
that was part of it. People liked the breakdown. And as we always do, we really break down the minutia oh God, of yeah. anything like that, especially like a TV appearance or documentary. And we kind of created that new category this year where we're like, you know what? These are documentaries. They're not TV appearance. Right. So more like biographies and things like that. And uh, I mean, I liked it. There was some fun and interesting uh, footage in there. There's some interesting comments in there. Not as much as I would like, mm-hmm. but there was some good stuff in that in, the, in that biography, and I'm glad they did it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the problem with it, we complained about, was that you know, Peter and Ace was um, old footage. There wasn't anything new, right? Yeah. So let's go to the next one, and that was episode 132, Tom. Kiss singers. Yeah, we broke down and ranked uh, all the members of the band, even though only eight of the 10 sang. We still talked about them, ranked, uh, you know, some of the where we, where we liked them in terms of their vocal abilities and everything. So, you know, just another way to just break down and pick apart the band. And that's what we love to do here. And the fucking Ace Cult lost their mind. Oh, God. Because we put it Ace, both of us had Ace as number eight. I think we had seven through 10, correct? The same. Bruce yep. Kulick, Ace Fraley, Vinnie Vincent, Mark St. John. Yep. And that's not saying we like Bruce Kulick's one song better than Ace Fraley's song. We're just saying singers. Voice. Like, you know, I like Rocket Ride. I like Shock Me. Okay. Now have Ace sing fucking, I don't know, Black Diamond. You want to hear that? No. Nope. I'd rather have Bruce try that. If you want to hear yeah. that, do go to Kiss Karaoke on the cruise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, exactly. And the funny thing is people also lost their mind because neither of us had Paul as number one. That's you right. Had, you had Gene and I had Peter Chris. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. Anyway, Tom, another fun kind of obscure video. And this was a TV appearance of Gene and Ace on the Don Lane show in 1980 for episode 133. Yep. This was a fun one. I had no idea who Don Lane was. Uh, but this was unique because it was 1980. It was unique and it was Gene and Ace, not the usual Gene and Paul. So uh, another fun TV appearance. Yes, uh, that was a lot of fun. And Ace had a lot of comments. And uh, the best is when Ace is like walking around, all of a sudden somebody hands him a champagne glass. And Gene's oh. like, who the fuck gave him that? Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, fucking bottoms up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. Then, Tom, we moved on to another uh, new annual game that we play, Kiss Clues 2. Oh, boy. And me, you, and Murph against Stephen Michael from Grown Up Rock and Baco and Loose Cannon from Cobras and Fire. We got our ass kicked. What else is new? 35 oh, this to was, three. This was, this was hilarious. Oh, my God. We got bludgeoned on this one, but it was, it was a blast having those guys on. Yeah, that was our first visit from uh, Loose Cannon. From Cobras and Fire on our show. So that was a, yes. that was a lot of fun. Yes, uh, that was a lot of fun. Great time with those guys in this yep. great show on the Pantheon Network. That's right. Next, Tom, episode 135, Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits Breakdown. Oof. A huge album. People love this. They have it in their collection. You know, best big seller for the band, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, yeah. Not Just a big to fan. let you guys know about this episode, this is our sixth best episode. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's also probably Kiss's sixth best compilation. Um, Aces was our ninth, by the way. Wow. Nice. Kiss Part One biography was our fourth. Kiss biography Part Two was our fifth. Wow. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I believe eight uh, were in the top eight of the top 10 episodes from this year. Wow. Nice. Yep. Yep. So, Tom, next. Oh, by the way, for Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits, we both had this order for the ranking of the three unique tracks. Let's put the X in sex. You make me rock hard, too. And Beth uh, as number three. Yep, uh, and we both bludgeoned the fact that they destroyed half the songs on. This. Oh, just brutal. Yeah. Yep. Episode one thirty six. We had fellow Pantheon Podcast Network uh, pal and legendary musician. Hey, it's Carmine of Peace. Was that Ace or Carmine? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I fucked that up. I love. I, no, this was great. I mean, just talking to a legend like Carmine, just honest as honest could be just some great great stories just oh my god just this was a blast i I loved having him on and and just letting him go loose yeah carmine is like just nonchalantly telling us about like jeff Beck and rod stewart and ozzy and i'm like yep listening to him like holy fuck uh tons of stories we could probably have him on uh, but he wasn't very politically correct when it came to Vinnie Vincent. Oh, hell no. Nope. <laughs> we, had to, we had to use a couple of the uh, uh, the edit buttons on that one. Yep. yep. Um, then, Tom, a fun one for us. We then go on to review the End of the Road tour, our fourth concert, End of the Road, Mansfield, Massachusetts. That's right. And this is where we got to meet in person. With photos, the great Heavy Mayo. Yes. Tons of fun with him. Yep. And Murph came with us. Murph's daughter was there with us. Yep. Lots of fun. Outdoor. Again, one of that breaking time that it worked, that Kiss could perform COVID and made it work. So we're very happy to hear that and see that. And we ranked the four concerts we've seen, Tom, on the end of the road. We both had the Garden number one. We both had Mansfield number two. We both had Mohegan Sun number three, and definitely last was that Manchester, New Hampshire, where everybody fell asleep. Oh yeah, that was that was rough. Despite yes. David Lee Roth being the best opener of all that shit. Yep, yep. So yep. So Tom, then we moved on to Talk to Me Three, episode one thirty eight. That's when we come up with two topics, and we just you know go into it. This year, we did restart of the end of the road tour that, that there was nothing new. And number two was Kiss's social media game, like Gene and Paul and how bad it was. Yeah, I like these episodes. And, and it's funny how every year that every year there's enough going on where we can have these uh, episodes. And this year was, yeah, we talked about the end of the road tour uh, starting back up and all the bullshit on social media with Gene and Paul. Uh, and it's just kind of a way for us to kind of just talk about some big things without kind of, you know, spending only five or 10 minutes in the kiss news portion. We like to just kind of open fire and yep. kind of purge on these big topics, th- the things that have been on our mind. So, yeah, it, those are always fun. And uh, sometimes you always like to put those little warning labels on these episodes 
that oh, yeah. strong opinions will be revealed. Yes. Episode 139, Tom, is our third highest downloaded episode. It's only six behind number two. Wow. And it's revenge, baby. Yes. Oh, my God. This was a blast. I mean, you guys listened to it. If you haven't, go back and go back and find it. Listen to it. The love for revenge is strong. And uh, th- this was a blast just pulling this album apart. Love it. I just remember trying to figure out revenge versus, you know, creatures of the night. Cause I think that's a great fucking debate. Tom, you had unholy thou shall not take it off. Top three. Yep. I take it off. I just want to, and unholy. Um, yeah. Tough. It, yep. it's tough to rank this. Cause it's such a great album. Mm-hmm. Um, but yep. yeah, it was very popular with you guys. And we love that. And it's a fun album to review. But sometimes it's difficult and it's, oh, yeah. you know, you get kind of stuck on you like, fuck. But then you go with the theory like, this is my favorite Kiss album ranking today. Exactly. Tomorrow yep. we can change. Yep. Next, we did episode 140, Kiss on the show Fridays. Oh, another iconic, legendary appearance uh, during a very interesting era of the band where they were playing the songs from Music from the Elder. Um, you had all the new costumes and new haircuts, Eric Carr, uh, just a blast to, to see this one and, and to, to talk about this one. Well, they played two great songs, the oath and I, and then world without heroes. All right. All right. <laughs> Come on now. It's an Eric Carr TV appearance, which is why I loved it. And we yep. rank these with all the other TV appearance. We love breaking these down. So those yep. are always, always a ton of fun to get into. Um, episode 141. Now we changed it a little bit. Now, episode 141, we called it You and Yours. Songs with you or your in the title, Tom. That's right. And you'd be surprised, just like the other one with me, myself, and I, there's a shit ton of songs with this. So another great way to break down and talk about the Kiss catalog. Yep. Tom, your top three. I Stole Your Love. Tonight You Belong to Me. Watching You. Uh, again, I, I think I picked my number one because of the word you. Watching you, number one, you're all that I want. And I went really deep cut with Don't You Hesitate. That's right. And we that's both right. had Don't You Hesitate. And that song is so fucking good. Oh, boom, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. That yep. bass line. Oh, my God. Yep. And uh, that was a lot of fun to come up with, too. Mm-hmm. So, Tom, we then reviewed episode 142 was the Ace Frehley concert where he opened up for um, Alice Cooper in Boston. We saw that show and we reviewed it. The great thing about that is, Tom, that's where Mellow Yellow and Fountain Cola and <laughs> Pizzeria Regina came from. A slice of pepperoni. That's, I love the way the birth of these things come from. And Yeah, you're right. Give me a Fountain Cola. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 And I think we both did a set list of nine songs. Of what would you like to hear? Yep. Correct? Yes. So you had Rip It Out, Five Card Stud, Into the Night, She, Rock Soldiers, Save Your Love, Rocket Ride, Pain in the Neck, and Shock Me to Close. I had nine songs to pick from. I had Fracture Mirrored into Rip It Out, Speeding Back to My Baby, Five Card Stud, Rocket Ride, 2000 Man, Insane. Rocket Ride twice. I don't know why it's there. I <laughs> that up. Uh, New York Groove and Shock Me. 
I got to check out what I put there. I forgot now. Uh oh. Um, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. That concert. We had a great time. And, uh, you know, the band was awesome on that. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those guys, you know, are Jeremy, Ryan, and fucking Phil. Incredible band. And the drummer, and, Matt, and Matt, Matt, Matt Star. Star, was just yeah. off the rails. Oh, yep. Episode 143, Kiss Rolling Stone cover, Tom. Yeah, this was a great one. The, uh, the 2014 April 10th uh, cover story. Amazing. We dissected this story, pulled it apart. And, uh, of course, Paul looking like a champ once again. Oh, it was reminiscent of his book being yep. the last one. You got to get the last word in. Everything seemed to be to us the big takeaway from that. Everything seemed to be like, hey, when everybody makes a comment, come back to me so I can have the last word. And yeah. he was vicious, vicious on that. Oh, it was rough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another fan favorite, episode 144, Kiss Mailbag 3. Yeah, love the mailbag. Love those. Love those. Giving you guys a chance. I mean, every week we do one question, but uh, once a year we uh, we collect a bunch of them and dig deep and uh, spend time just answering uh, the mailbag. Always a good time. Yep. Episode 145, Kiss Breaking the Band. That's that kind of uh, documentary that's on reels, that, that channel, and uh, narrated by D. Snyder and why the band broke up. And this one was focused on, on Kiss. Kind of cheesy. Uh, the big takeaway was angry Gene, whoever played the Gene character oh. on the screen was hilarious. And the reenactment, the oh. actors that they yeah. got. Oh, just oh ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Like, I don't think Gene's ever been like that. Like, oh, what the it was fuck? So, so funny. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. No, that's not correct. Episode 146, Freedom of Rock Tour, Tom. Yep. This was a big show that we went to back in 2016. Again, talked about. The, the set list and all the uh, everything that was going on. And this one was unique because it had the, uh, the the end of the show where they did the charity thing and get up and honor honor first responders and all those all those people. And then having everybody awkwardly stand up and do the Pledge of Allegiance in the arena and all that shit. Yeah, uh, pretty. It's just, you know, these are the tours that we want to review every single tour. Obviously, they're not all going to be great. This one specifically, again, you're talking about a set list that the 2016 what do you think it is it's the same set list now <laughs> yep except you know i think there was shock me in there yeah um, so anyway that's freedom of rock tour the next one we did tom is 147 kiss mad tv halloween spooktacular oh my lord brutal holy shit i mean the episode was great but watching this mad tv halloween spooktacular oh my lord bad yeah, not very good. Bad. Some cheesy, cheesy uh, stuff there. Oh, yeah. Finally, Tom, we get into the Kiss Cruise. So we broke it down in two parts. Kiss Cruise recap part one. Kiss Cruise recap part two. Episode 148 and 149, respectively. It's the Kiss Cruise. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can say. It's the Kiss Cruise. It was It was amazing. And just like everything else we do, we spend a lot of time just picking it apart. And if there's going to be something that we're going to pick apart, it's going to be our first Kiss Cruise. Yep. It was so much fun. Oh, yeah. And and go listen to them. Yeah, I think you'll feel like you are on that cruise with us. That's what and we tried to do. Yeah. And try not to get caught up in sunny snoring. So if you can <laughs> escape that, you'll be okay. 
Uh, episode 150, and because it's a landmark episode 150, we want to do a landmark uh, uh, episode. So we decided to do what? Music from The Elder. Maybe the most polarizing album celebrating its 40th anniversary. Just an amazing episode to talk about an album that people sometimes don't like to talk about. And there may be a future episode where we just talk about the whole story behind this album and everything that went into it, not just the music itself. Like we tried to focus on this, but there's a lot going on with this whole timeline in the in this era of the band. The big takeaways, Tom, your top three, Mr. Blackwell, number one, Hell I, yeah. number two. The Oath, number three. I had I, number one. The Oath, number two. Dark Light, three. Uh, what what really pissed off Tom is uh, my last song, number 11, was World Without Heroes, not Fanfare. Oh, just brutal. Just that set sunny pooty brutal. <laughs> just, and I gave my reasoning. I just I know Fanfare makes me at least laugh. I know. I know. <laughs> so I'll take that. I know. Uh, Tom, after that landmark episode. Oh. By the way, that landmark episode just outside our number, top 10, that's number 11. But wow. don't forget, that just came out. So I bet you that'll creep into the top 10 before the, be not yep. before long, right? Yep. Yep. Which is still hanging on in number 10, Tom, unmasked. How? Back from October 2019. That's amazing. Wow. And we probably had like 100 listeners at that yep. time. It's still exactly. doing that well. Yep. Number 151, Tom. Happy Kiss Given 3. Kiss Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, I love these episodes. The holiday ones. This was just poor Kiss. The story of the float being all fucked up. Just this was funny. Tom, Then you know, it's Kiss Given. We always do our Kiss Giving, uh, what we're thankful for. You know, we had both of us Kiss Cruise as number one. Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. You know, I, I mean, I think we got. Loudcaster, the, the community. I think I had that too as well. Yep. Um, I got to hear Trifecta live. I just want to take it off. Let's put the X in sex. You know, Bruce's band, Kiss Auctions, Mega Box Set, and, you know, Bootleg Series Live that came out. Those are some of the things we chose. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Then Tom 152, Destroyer. Yep, uh, a, a, another big anniversary this year, 45th anniversary of Destroyer and Kiss did it right. This got a lot of people excited about the fact that they put together an absolutely insanely amazing box set. Uh, and we didn't really review the music on this. We just kind of reviewed the contents, the goodies, what's included. And I think we said we're going to treat this box set review kind of like we did the 2001 box set review. Just break down the discs and pull it apart because there's a shit ton of music on this to talk about. Absolutely. And that's the great part. We only talked about the packaging, what's in there, things like that. We didn't get into the music. We'll save that for later and you'll hear it soon. Episode 153, the wonderful, extremely talented, and I hope lead singer of KISS 2.0, Todd Kearns. Great episode. This was fantastic having him. Uh, The timing was right. It was a month after the KISS cruise. Uh, he was so gracious and kind to us in, in in giving us his time and trying to organize our schedules and, you know, just talking about the performance on the cruise and working with, with Bruce and uh, just great stuff. Uh, that, that was just a thrill to have him on. Yeah. Todd is such a great guy and hopefully you guys would have seen his performance 
um, when this episode plays, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So, Tom, our number 154th episode, Kiss Festivus 3. Oh, we love these. And this year we brought our friend Joey Casada. Who? He's a nice curmudgeonly uh, Northeasterner like us. And we just had a blast. He's got to say the sim- similar sense of humor as us and, uh, you know, loves the band, but isn't afraid to pick them apart like we do. And uh, this was just a, a fun one, as always. Yeah. Joey added to this show tremendously. He did. I think yep. uh, he doesn't hold back and he, you know, it's always great chemistry. He is very sunny like when he comes on this show. Yeah. Where they, we don't have to slow things down. He gets our sense of humor. And he can keep up. And that, to me, is tremendous. Uh, I think what some of the grievances were, Tom, we had Kiss Online, uh, Kiss Tards, Kiss Girlfriends, 78 to 82, Kiss Not Enough material from that, and Animize Live not being released. Kiss Online for Tom, tickets on Kiss Cruise, humorless (laughs) Kiss fans. Yeah. Box set, not vinyl, off the soundtrack. Joey had lack of video release, which destroyed in the poll because you guys are wimps. Force feed the new thing to us. Ace and Peter downplaying them. Lack of Eric Carr. And his, his he came out of the gun uh, flying. Pandemic Paul. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. That'll always be on somebody's list. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully, Pandemic Paul won't be around for long. So our last episode last week, episode 155, Merry Christmas 3, Kiss Save Santa. And that was the TV appearance of Kiss on The Family Guy. And we also gave our Christmas wishes, which we've already gone through. We're not going to do it again. But what we didn't do, and we should have done it, but we forgot. And that is rank the TV appearance because technically it's a TV appearance. We'll do that right now for you guys. So Excellent. we've reviewed ABC in concert, Mike Douglas show, Paul Lynn special land of hype and glory, Gene and ACE on the Don Lane show kiss on Fridays, MTV kiss on masking Paul and Gene on Oprah kiss, mad TV, Halloween, spooktacular kiss on family guy, very special family guy, freaking Christmas. And the Macy's Day Parade. Yep. Tom, you have 11. Do you want to read your ranking? Yeah. So my ranking here is number one, I get ABC in concert, then Kiss on Fridays, then Land of Hype and Glory, Mike Douglas Show, Paul in Halloween Special, MTV Kiss Unmasking, Paul and Gene on Oprah, Gene and Ace on the Don Lane Show, Macy's Day Parade, and last, Kiss Mad TV Halloween Spooktacular. I'm going to put this one... I know Kiss is in it for a very short time, and I know it's like a show inside of a show, uh, but it's still Family Guy. It's still fun, but they're in it for short. It is animated. Uh, I'm going to put this at number nine. I'm going to put it below the Dawn and the the Dawn Lane show and right above the uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade. Okay, number nine. Yep. So, Tom, I put this is my order. Number one was Mike Douglas show, Paul Lynn Halloween special, ABC in concert, Kiss on Fridays. MTV Kiss Unmasking, Land of Hype and Glory, Gene and Ace on the Don Lane Show, Paul and Gene on Oprah, Kiss Mad TV Halloween Spooktacular, Macy's Day Parade. Uh, for me, Tom, uh, I am putting this, uh, I am putting this as number five. Okay. 
and here's why I've seen all these. So maybe if I did kiss unmasking for the first time, it'd probably be number one. Okay. If I saw it then, right. But if I'm going to watch a video now of seeing something, I would put it as number five. And the reason being is I find it like fucking surreal. It's absurd. It's funny. Kiss doesn't come across as like idiots on this. It's we're, we're all in on the joke. And I think it was well-written and it's a quick little bit and it's funny. I agree. Yeah, it's it's, it's good. It's just the, the reason I had it a little bit lower is just because they're like a, an ancillary part of the show. They're not like they're like a subsection of the show, but it's still but you good. can it's watch still- it. Unlike the fucking Halloween. Oh, that, that that I'll be shocked if anything gets that out of the cellar there. <laughs> That's brutal. I know you're not a fan of that. Oh, so, it's, it's bad. So, Tom, that's our year, 2021. And what a year it was. It was amazing. I mean, we had tons of great guests. Loudcasters grew. We created our Patreon family, which keeps growing. You know, we've established all kinds of crazy shit on the Loudcasters page with references and pop culture and inside show jokes that people love creating memes and just just amazing stuff that I just... I just never dreamed that the show would be able to just launch and, and, and do. And uh, I'm just so proud of it. I'm so happy about it. I'm so excited. I'm so grateful for all the listeners that are making this happen and, and continue to just be huge fans of the show and just adding their own love of the band and their own humor. And uh, it, it's just, it's a thrill. And another thing I'm, I'm, I'm really excited too, is that we started our other sidecast, the Zeppelin Chronicles this year. Yes, We did our introductory episode and then dropped, our first official review of Led Zeppelin one, the debut album at the beginning of December. Um, so just a, a ton of great stuff going on. We can't thank you guys enough for, for being a huge part of it in 2022. I can tell you right now, there's some stuff in the works. That's going to be exciting too. Yeah. Tom, the things about uh, uh, this show that I love. Number one is our community. The Absolutely. ones that, the ones that get it. Yep. Get our sophomoric sense of humor. Yep. Get that we love the band, but we get to fucking have some fun with them. Get that, you know, not everything's going to be roses with Kiss, but still have the passion and love for the band. Um, and I love the fact that we keep doing things. We have ideas. We have stuff coming up for this year. We have a big thing that we've been working on all year long. Literally, and, it feels like. Yeah, yeah. And it should be out soon, and we'll be talking to you guys about it. We have big things in store. We have interviews and guests that will be coming on. We have a lot of fun things coming up. We are yep. not resting on our laurels. We are fucking getting bigger and better. Mm-hmm. And we're bringing you guys all along for the ride. And we hope that you'll stick with us and continue. And then when we do this year in review 2022, we'll be saying, holy shit, this was even more busy and crazy and funny and everything else than last year. So Thank you for sticking with us, and uh, thank you for being part of this ride. Absolutely. Can't wait. So, Tom, what we do next is this. Hi, this is Ed Spangenberg of ClickTeaShop.com, and for all your shouted-out loudcast gear and merchandise, please visit ClickTeaShop.com. At Click Tea Shop, you can find lots of Kiss-inspired T-shirt designs, plus mugs, hats, hoodies, pillows, and all-new fine art selections. And now, here's your question of the week. 
All right. Our question of the week comes from Twitter. SV Puga. All right. If Eric Carr had not died, do you think that revenge would be the same great album it is with Eric Singer? Or would it be a sister album to Hot in the Shade? Hmm. Honestly, I think it's going to be as great uh, as it is now. Uh, Revenge. I think that Eric Carr was there before because he was on what was music from the elder. And they decided, let's come up with a kick-ass album. And they did Creatures of the Night. So why wouldn't he be part of that again? Hey, you know, hot in the shade. Maybe we're changing our sound. Music is changing. We need to fucking do something better and bigger. He could be part of that. I don't think that Eric Singer is doing anything that Eric Carr couldn't have done. I think Eric Carr may have actually sang a song on Revenge, too. I, I think Revenge would have been easily just as good. Yeah. The, well, the first thing I take away from the question, it's, it's made me laugh. Would Revenge be the same great album it is, or would it, or would it be a sister album to Hot in the Shade? Well, for the record, we both love Hot in the Shade. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm that's not, not an insult. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's better than Revenge, but we love Hot in the Shade. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of echo what Zeus said. I think that that Eric Carr can do whatever the band needs him to do, whether it's make Elder, make Asylum, make Hot in the Shade. He was just an absolutely kick-ass rock drummer. Now, Eric Carr, uh, excuse me, Eric Singer, yeah, has a little bit more of a metal-type background, which maybe suited the sound for Revenge a little bit better because Revenge is very, very raw and hard, unlike Hot in the Shade and the albums that came before it. But I, I think Eric Carr's ability would have easily worked on Revenge. Sadly, we will never know. Uh, but I think that's a great question. SV Puga, thank you. You've interacted with us before. And we always appreciate that. It's a great question. Eric Carr and Eric Singer, similar, but very different. But I, I'm not so sure that it wouldn't have been that dramatically different of an album if it was Eric Carr. Uh, but great question. SV Puga, thank you so much for contributing. We really appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Tom, where can people find us? Best place as always, that email address, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Please email us. We love them. Uh, we try to read a lot of them during the show. Sometimes we can't get to them on the show, but believe me, we do not ignore them. We read them. Please, feedback, comments, questions, anything, you know, kiss stories, you know. And if you don't want it read on the show, you know, please let us know that. You know, we want to respect your privacy. If you know, we don't, if you want something private between us, please let us know. Uh, and of course, our social media, we're always very active on there, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, tag us, comment. If you see something funny that makes you think of a show or something interesting, tag us. If you have pictures of something, share them with us, interact, be part of the family like we always talk about. Uh, and of course, we're part of the great Pantheon podcast The shows, tons of great shows on there. You can check them out online, Pantheon podcast and uh, our wonderful Patreon family that we talked about. We want to give another big thanks to David Downing, new member. Thank you so much. Uh, and thank you to everybody and get those album review p- crew picks in. Cause we're going to be narrowing it down very, very soon. If you haven't done that. So thank you to all those guys. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah. I always like to tell people to DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're getting them a lot on Instagram these days, Tom, make sure you subscribe. We're almost at, I think 400 subscribers. So we only need a couple more. So please, and we'd love it if you could do that. And that is on YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> Hope that's a good way of ending it. Uh, we love those uh, subscriptions and we love the comments that come from there. 
and our uh, family on YouTube is fantastic. So please continue to subscribe there and listen to us there if you like. And also, you people can give us one of those five star child reviews on iTunes and now on Spotify. If you listen to us there, you can give us a five star child review and, uh, you know, pod chase or wherever else you can. Facebook, whatever you can. We appreciate it. It it brings it out to a bigger audience. It moves us up the food chain and it's a big help to the show. So we really appreciate when you do that. And when you do that, please let us know that you do so we can read him. We did get a new review, Tom, recently. And uh, you want to read it? And this one comes from STG217 via Apple Podcasts. Five stars, best kiss podcast. And I love this. Five stars, best kiss podcast. Episodes may be long, (laughs) but worth the time for sure. These guys have a sense of humor to boot, and I find myself cracking up constantly. We love you, STG217. Yeah, the episodes are long, but, you know, this one ain't going to be short either. Yeah, well, we always tell people you don't have to listen to us the whole time sitting down. Of course, Break it up in segments. It's it's once a week. It's once a week. Listen, I, to I always like. Here. Yeah, I always like to have more of something, and then Absolutely. let me pick at it. So in case I really want to dissect something a little more, I'll listen to more. But I'd rather have that than oh, these episodes are short, and we like it long. I know we could cut them, then you have more downloads if we fucking break up episodes. Like, no, it's not into that shit. No. We want to fucking sit here and talk about Kiss because we like to talk about Kiss. Sorry. Do you like Kiss? <laughs> Me too. Really? <laughs> Thank you, STG217. We appreciate that. That five-star review, that's amazing. Very helpful. Um, and it takes, you know, again, we, ta- we appreciate you guys taking the time to do that. We know everybody's busy. Um, and just taking a couple minutes to do that really means a lot. So thank you, STG. Much appreciated. Yeah. And please identify yourself. Let us know who the fuck you are, because I don't recognize that. No, me neither. You better recognize. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who you are. So no, I don't either. So please send us a private message or something. <laughs> so you can be like, hey, it's hey, it's me. Yeah. So thank you for that. And Tom, what we always do is end with famous last words, lyrics from Kiss songs. You got any? Out of the ashes came the dawn and the shape of things to come. Never surrender. Just carry on straight to kingdom come. Come on, Gene. You can't rhyme with the same word. Just lazy. But I love the song. I'm going to end with a great one here, Tom. Uh Oh, yep. I need some love. So give me some, (laughs) you know, I want some love. So turn me on. (laughs) Tom, thank you. (laughs) Loudcasters. Thank you. Kiss army. Thank you. All you guys love you guys to death. Here's to a great 2022. We hope you join us for the ride. God bless you. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Everybody out there, Loudcasters, Patreon, everybody being a part of this family. Thank you, guys. Have a great new year. Let's hope for good things in 2022. And uh, we are going to be accepting submissions for additional scripts for the Kiss Godfather sequel. (laughs) So please be a part of that one. We love you guys. And Zeus, you're the man. Peace out, Girl Scout.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.